It's time now to check in with our communities group for today. It's Tuesday, which means that it's Trek Call, so Mary O'Connell is here to talk through us a little bit about training today. Mary, and training is something that is, of course, no stranger to conversation here on the show. Lots of companies starting to capitalize on the need for training as a really good entrance to the market. What can you tell us about what's going on? Yeah, so training is one of those things that you think like everybody does, but it's in some weird capacity in one other, um, in one way or another. So if you really take time to invest in your training, you're going to see that, you know, return on investment and you're going to see that, um, you're going to see that, 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 that investment payoff because otherwise you just kind of throw someone in and say, Hey, you know, um, we're going to, we're just going to try this, see what happens and other, or someone will come in and you'll be like, well, it's that age old. Well, this is how I do it. It's not how you're supposed to do it, but this is how I do it. So if you just kind of take that time to, you know, set your processes and really know from the beginning, these like you, this is step one, two, three, four, and this is how everyone should be doing it. Then you really kind of eliminate some of those mistakes and some of those yeah, those exceptions that you work outside of the system. And then that also lets you know if you know you have if you have the right processes in place. There's nothing worse than thinking that everything is great. And then as you go to set your set your steps, you're like, wait, hold on, this isn't right. Um, I'm missing things or, you know, it, it's just not it's it, it's not what I thought it was gonna be. And that's how you find out whether or not something's working. And Mary, can you talk to us about that aspect from training that comes into really having a system put in place because like you said, I'm showing someone, oh, this is how I did it. You can get so many different aspects on how one thing is being done, maybe inefficiently every single time. Can you talk to us about the importance of having an established platform to really have consistent training and consistent results? It, that is absolutely paramount. You know, you got to have, um, you got to have that if you have that set training and you have those set processes and there's no question, there's no doubt. Um, and then you're not going to have people make mistakes that could potentially cost a couple thousand dollars or a couple hundred dollars. And even though it might be a hundred, a couple hundred dollar mistake over time, that's definitely going to add up and it's definitely going to eat into your margin and in a down market like this, you want to do just about anything that you can to not have to lose uh, unnecessary money. So if you have a set process, it's absolutely key. And it's more than just here's some PowerPoint slides that you're going to go through. Um, the One of the things that we talk about today is kind of like micro lessons. Um, so if you've ever used Duolingo, something like that, where it's just a couple minutes, you click through and, um, you know, you just kind of do it every once in a while or like every once in a while on certain topics. And that way, you know, from a management level, you can look down and see what people are actually retaining and what people are confident in and then what people are struggling with as well. So it's one of those things where that way, because if you walk up to someone and say, hey, what are you not understanding? They're not going to tell you. They're not going to tell you. And they're just going to say, oh, yeah, everything's fine. It's great. But if you do these little, um, if you do little micro lessons or little quizzes throughout the time, throughout the weeks, uh, that way, you know, okay, well, maybe this monthly training is going to, we're going to break it out. And this is how we're going to separate the groups. And this group's going to focus on their weaknesses and the other group's going to focus on theirs because no one really wants to have those weaknesses where have everybody in a group where someone is already crushing this material and others are struggling. Like that's not, that's not a good use of time for anybody. 
So one of the biggest difference makers in the transportation space, especially if we're talking about 3PLs and brokerage, is of course double brokering. And a lot of double brokering schemes happen when brokers are just kind of caught unawares by carriers who are trying to take an advantage of take advantage of those brokers, right? And that can frankly, be prevented from a training standpoint. If you get your employees in and at a baseline, establish what is and what is not a trustworthy carrier and give them this really good understanding of how to avoid this double brokering, you can stop fraud before it starts, right? Is that one of those things that we're looking at as well as being a big opportunity for training is fraud prevention and really just, I guess, kind of good check marks overall for a broker? Absolutely. So once that is one of the most effective ways to prevent double brokering is training people on what to look for, training people on, you know, those red flags to see of if someone's like, oh yeah, if you could just, uh, if you could just sell me a payment. And I was like, I'm sorry, is this, are we, you know, have we paid for services professionally or am I just reimbursing you for dinner? Like what kind of situation is this? So it's definitely one of those where having those trainings and taking the time to say, this is what we do. This is what we don't do. That is absolutely paramount because that's going to stop. That's going to, you know, lessen that risk and it's going to not open it up as much for you to get in, you know, a fraud type situation. So it's definitely absolutely key. And if it's like, oh, this is, these are all the different ways that we try to get a carrier before going to a load board, which as we know is kind of the hotbed of the, it's where, it's where you become the most susceptible to being, to getting into a double brokering fraud scheme. And Mary, can you talk about training for those that are maybe veterans? So say, hey, I've been doing this role for three years. I go to a different company and I'm in the same role essentially. Do I still have to go through training and the importance of really kind of getting everyone on the same page? Yeah, I mean, think about it. If you go from being a cashier at or at a grocery store and then go to be a cashier at Macy's or something, you're doing the same job, but it's different. You know, you have to do, you have to get, um, uh, you have to, you have to learn how they do it there. So if you are, you know, you've been with one company for five years, you still need to know what you, what's weak and what's not. And then if you are crushing it and everything, and you're like, I know how to do every single thing in the world, then you also have to, you know, then there's also that continuing education part of, okay, well, right now I don't necessarily have a promotion for you, but what would you like to learn about? What's something that you can improve on? Because that way we can, we can work with that, you know? So I think that if there's, um, there's always that balance of, you know, you can, we can just kind of work together a little bit more and we can enhance some of your skills that you use in your day-to-day life. Like any kind of negotiation skills are extremely important for a freight broker because that's how you end up getting most of your job done. That and training in the continued initiative to be trained is, of course, a really, really good characteristic to have if you are searching for promotion or looking for a new job. Mary, thank you for joining us this morning. Of course, we'll see Chet Call this afternoon. For people who want to grab the newsletter, where can they go to do that? You can go to FreightWaves.com slash Chet Call, and you can subscribe to the newsletter right there, and it'll be coming into your inbox around 2 o'clock today. Awesome, Mary. Looking forward to that next edition. And thanks so much for joining us this morning. Thank you, guys. You can stay watching FreightWaves TV and catch the check call this afternoon. Right now, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break, and we'll be back with our next look at the weather.